is a highway of information. Unfortunately, those highways stop at the gates of any dog park or community facility. It stops once you leave the door, and Pawkinex is a way to extend those relationships everywhere you go. I'm Phil Hatterman, and this is Dog Words, presented by Rosie Fund. Today, we welcome Quentin Scarborough, creator of the Pawkinex mobile app for dog owners. If you're new to this podcast, in each episode, we explore the world of dog care and companionship. We save each other is the motto of Rosie Fund, which simply means the more we do for dogs, the more they do for us, and they already do a lot. If you love dogs, you'll love Dog Words. We welcome your comments, questions, and suggestions. Go to the podcast page at rosiefund.org to share your thoughts. We welcome ideas for topics and guests. Please download, subscribe, rate, and most importantly, share Dog Words. In addition to availability on platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Dog Words is now available on Amazon Music. Please follow Rosie Fund on social media, especially the free Rosie Fund YouTube channel that offers great videos of Rosie, Peaches, and Shelter Dogs, including some exclusive content. The mission of Rosie Fund is to provide humans with the resources and education they need to give senior and harder-to-adopt dogs a better life. We thank you for joining our mission. On Dog Words, we recently interviewed Tom Soames, the president and co-founder of Pet Tech, the first international training center dedicated to helping pet parents and pet care professionals learn how to better care for their pets in emergency and in health. That inspired us to have a pet CPR training fundraiser to support Rosie Fund. There are multiple sessions with limited availability on Saturday, October 17th at Bar K Dog Bar in Kansas City. Go to rosiefund.org slash events. A link is in the description for more information or to register. The cost is $50 with proceeds benefiting Rosie Fund. Thank you to everyone at Bar K who helped us put this together and a big thank you to pet tech trainer Kyle Thibodeau. Today on Dog Words, we're delighted to welcome founder of PawConnex, creator of PawConnex, Quentin Scarborough. Welcome to the show, Quentin. Yes, yeah, a pleasure to be here. Super excited. We're going to tell our listeners what Paw Connects is. My favorite subject. But before we get to that, what is your relationship with dogs? Have you always been a dog person? Did you want to do things with dogs as far as professionally or did you just sort of stumble into this? This was just a uh, an invention out of necessity. So I, I am a dog person as far as my family has had dogs all my all throughout my life. My mother had a lot of uh, smaller dogs, so this is the first big dog that I've gotten to to go through this journey with. So, uh, what is your big dog? My big dog is a German Shepherd, the best of the breeds. <laughs> and name is? And his name is Ruffy. Ruffy. Ruffy, the sound of a barking dog. So it's very everybody knows his name. Every time we go to a dog park, dogs are just roughing as soon as he walks in the door. <laughs> so your love of dogs and your relationship with Ruffy, you said, led you. By necessity to Paw Connect. Yes. So let's tell people what is Paw Connect. Yes. So Paw Connect is a social network platform for dog parents to meet, connect, and play. When I first got my dog, it was right after I purchased a home. And I thought, hey, well, now that I'm, I have the space for it, let me bring a dog into my life. And once I got the dog, I, I started to realize I needed to socialize. I needed to go to dog parks, and it was a good way for me to meet new people. But that it didn't pan out the way I thought. I, I was I was meeting new people, but I wasn't really connecting with them. There was no way to 
get advice or get information. Yeah. You see him at the dog park and yeah. you go, oh, that's Peach's dad. That's Peach, yep. And then you don't see Peach's or <laughs> Peach's dad again until the next time you're at the dog park if they happen to be there. If they happen to be there. So that that was a, that's a pain point for a lot of people. It's It's funny. The dog community is a highway of free information. If you talk to someone at a dog park, they will open up about their dog parenting experience, about their dog parenting journey. And you can fish any information out of that 10-minute conversation. But if you can extend those conversations beyond the gates of the dog park, can you imagine how fast and cost-saving it would be to have that information at your fingertips? And that's what Paw Connects is. It gives you access to your community. And just off the top of my head, the things I can think of that I've sought guidance from other dog owners or have offered guidance. What if your dog is bothered by thunderstorms? It's like, well, you can Google things, but you actually talk to someone and you find out here's the best way to use the, the thunder coat or here's how Benadryl worked for my dog or how I set up my house. And it's having that interaction with someone. So those kinds of questions and my dog won't eat or how do I get my dog to stop eating grass or stop eating dirt? Why is my dog eating dirt? Yeah, I just moved to a different part of town. Where's a good groomer? Absolutely. Who's your vet? All of those questions that take time to look up or you may pick the wrong one and it costs money. I mean, just if your dog isn't eating, you take it to the vet. That's a 75 to $150 bill, but Mm -hmm. you could have just asked Phil at the dog park He could have told you Mm -hmm. one answer in 10 minutes for absolutely free. You also have the nonverbal cues of someone sharing that information that give you a better sense of, has this been their real experience? Are they giving me useful information or does their sister run the clinic? Yes. And so I'm writing a Yelp review for my sister. Yep. Or what do they really know? Are they just some nut job? Because you read restaurant reviews and- then you go to the restaurant, it's like, this is not my experience at all. Yeah. Good and bad reviews. <laughs> That's like, this does not reflect my experience at all. But face-to-face, it's a little easier to screen people. Absolutely. Uh, I recently started saying, go, Google connects information, Facebook connects people. Paul Connects does both of those, but from a real genuine point of view. The people that you talk to are genuine people that you've connected with, that you've met at the dog park. They can give you that information that you can get off Google, but then you're also connecting people. And these are genuine people that you've met, not the Yelp reviews Mm -hmm. or the the one stars that may not really match a common experience. And an issue I have with social media as someone who promotes their (laughs) foundation and their uh, podcast on social media is the quasi anonymity of it. Even if someone has a username or even their real name on it, there's, a lack of accountability. So you can say whatever you want. Absolutely. People are more, I would hope, accountable and honest if I'm standing here looking you in the eye. Yes. So yeah, I'm not just going to feed you a line right. or I want to participate in this Yelp review too. So I'm going to submit something or I'm going to reply just to either be a jerk or yeah. just to say something nice because that makes me feel good. That's not as common in a real conversation. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, they, they think that I'll, I'll never see that person. Or if I do see them, they mm-hmm. won't know it's me. Yeah. With Paul Connects, if you give me bad information because you're in my pack, I'm going to see you at the dog park and say, hey, my dog got sick off Benadryl. Yeah. Yeah, that did not <laughs> that work. That did not work. Do not suggest that to anyone else. 
So Pawconx, P-A-W-C-O-N-X.com, yes. and then there's an app that you can download by clicking through a link on the website or going to the app store. Yes. How does Pawconx work? Yeah, so again, as you mentioned, Pawconex is in the Apple App Store. Android is coming very soon. We're aiming for end of October. We're in under development right now for it. But the way Pawconex works is it just blends right into your everyday dog parenting experience. Uh, you download the app. You create a profile for yourself and for your dog. Very minimum information. This isn't a get-to-know-me from the app, this is a get-to-know-me face-to-face app. So you just want to add enough information to give people a high-level view of who you are and then a few details about your dog. My wife and I have the app on our phone. Love I really it. didn't feel like I was bearing my soul or putting <laughs> myself at risk for um, ID theft or anything. And information on our dog, Peaches. Yes. Really not a lot of work to it at all. That's the goal. And you know, we, we didn't get into my career, but by, by trade, I am a cybersecurity architect. So uh, security is a foundation in my brain. Anything I build, it's always focused around information security and Paw Connects is that. And it's a great looking app. You can yes. tell this is designed by somebody who has, uh, you didn't do a weekend yeah. Coding class. <laughs> no, I did this, not. This is, this is a professional looking app and something you, you can trust. Yes. And that's, that's the goal. And I, I wish I can take all credit for it. I built the app to the point of where I could demo it to some real developers who to get an understanding of what I was aiming for. And uh, they took it and ran with it and they added the colors and the, the aesthetics of it. And it looks amazing now. I'm very, very happy with it. Working in cybersecurity, you probably knew those kinds of people yeah. anyway. <laughs> so not just luck of the draw, you happened to find to do it. So you said it was a pain point for you. This addresses the pain point. What was the development process? Can you elaborate on that a little more? Because I've helped people develop apps. And my experience has been, once people find out you can do that, they'll come to you and there's a, a Big Bang episode that's like this, where <laughs> the guy tells the all these physicists and mechanical engineers, I've got this great idea for an app, and he okay. tells them what it is, and they're like, oh, that, that would be awesome. How does it work? Well, that's for you to figure out. <laughs> that people just have an idea for an app. Oh, yeah. But don't think about, well, how would you actually make that work? Yes. So you're probably experienced with that. I'm experienced with that, that people say, Here's my idea for an app. Oh, yeah. I'll split the profits with you. Say that you develop time. it, and it's like, yeah, but I'm the one who's <laughs> taking time away from paying customers to develop the app. Yes. You yes. and I had a 10-minute conversation. That's your investment. Yes, yes. <laughs> True. For us to get half for your idea that everybody's had, but it's how do you make it work? Yes. So tell me a little bit about your journey from pain point to app. Yeah, so the the... The journey starts with, I, I wasn't an app at first. It was a, a collar device that I was aiming for so that when dogs got close to each other, it would send a notification to the parent mm-hmm. and say, hey, Ruffy is playing with peaches. Observe the behavior. And then if it's good, then we'll send a notification and say, do you want to add peaches to your pack? Mm-hmm. But that hardware was far too expensive. So then I just started brainstorming what are some other non-hardware components that I can I can develop. 
And I started looking into uh, NFC, near field communication, that's in our phone. We tap to pay. But that was too close. Yeah. I'm not getting that close to people mm-hmm. to say, hey, let's You're connect. already friends yeah. if you're getting that close. Yeah. 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 So that, that didn't work. And I, I started looking up ways where you can extend it, where maybe it was six feet, but then that wasn't reliable. Sometimes the information wouldn't get transferred. So then I moved on to what was considered the new technology, which is Bluetooth. And that's the way the app works now. It uses a Bluetooth beacon to ping other users that have the app on their phone to kind of say, hey, I'm here, here's my profile. Hey, I'm here, here's my profile. And now you're able to see the users on the app. One big security feature of that is uh, you can only see users that are about 1,000 feet away. So you, no one is searchable. You can't search for anyone on the app until they are in your pack, and then you can only search for them in your pack. So it's not like, say, Facebook, where you just scroll through, no. do you know this person? You should know this yeah. person. Or no. LinkedIn, that this that. person knows someone you know, or you have three connections in common. Yeah. No, it's none of that. It embraces the natural interactions that you have within your dog community. And you as a dog parent, you know there's always just natural conversations, natural interactions at dog parks because it's hard to stand next to someone while your dogs are playing mm-hmm. and not spark up just any conversation. It can just be about the dogs. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at them. They're playing well. Well, there's your conversation starter. So it just embraces that. And if you can take that conversation to a next level or if the experience between the two dogs is good, just run, you know, connect and schedule another play date. Yeah, you already know they're a dog person. Yes. So... There's that going for them, and from their perspective, there's that going for you. What do you see as the future of Paw Connects? Where we want to take it is our next build is to create a marketplace for pets, foundational pet service providers, your trainers, your groomers, your vets, your walkers. We want to make it available for service providers of all sizes, both the individual just, hey, I just have a side dog walking job to wags up top Mm -hmm. or they can all be a part of the app and the way we're doing that is if you're using the app and you're looking for a walker we're helping these service providers be paired individually to each user so i will see service providers that have most of their clients are in my pack so therefore if my pack members trust you phil Mm -hmm. and you're doing a podcast and i'm like oh nine of my pack members have already done the podcast well, yeah, Phil, I want part of your podcast, so let me select yours. But then it'll also show how many total users, my peers, Paul Connects users, are clients of yours. So therefore, that falls under your reputation. If you've got 200 clients and they're Paul mm-hmm. Connects users, that means 200 people that I know are dog people that are similar to me, my peers, they think like me, they've chosen you. That further lets me know you're the best fit it's a lot stronger validation than, again, going back to like a Yelp review. Yes. That the only thing you know we have in common is that we both use Yelp. Yep. <laughs> True story. Which is much broader <laughs> than the demographic of who's a dog owner, who's yes. a dog lover. Yes. Because if you are a dog owner, because let's face it, not all dog owners are good dog owners, no. are caring dog owners, should even have a dog. But is that person going to make the effort to download an app. Probably not. They're probably not a Paw Connects user. So you're even refining the demographic of dog owners down to self-motivated dog owners, people who take steps 
to be a better dog owner. Yeah. People who do things with their dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if you don't take your dog to the dog park, if you're just out and about and we're able to connect mm-hmm. through any ad hoc method on using the app, you can connect and build a relationship with that person. And hopefully that person has an experience or information that they can share with you without you giving away your personal information. Mm-hmm. And you may even like you haven't thought of this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, you, you throw the like ideas connect out with there. people in your neighborhood. Absolutely. You may even connect with someone who doesn't bring their dog out because maybe it's an elderly person. Yes. And now Paw Connects brings you together and oh hey, my kid will walk your dog for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So, so th- this has an exciting future. If a dog walker or groomer or any local business is excited about this next phase of Paw Connects. Should they be reaching out to you? Should they be staying in touch? What should they do? Absolutely. Uh, the best way to reach us is uh, through email. It's findyourpack at pawconnects.com. Or you can also uh, follow us on Instagram with at pawconnects as the handle and shoot us a message. If you are a pet service provider and you are looking forward to being a part of the Paw Connects for Business, as we call it, Uh, definitely reach out to us. We will be looking for users to give us their feedback after we finish the development, as well as testers. And um, the earlier you can get on it, the earlier you can start building your client and your pack and get ahead of uh, some of the other competitors out there. And being an early adopter or beta tester helps create an app that meets your needs. This is the feedback that, that you guys need to create an app that people want. Absolutely. And it, it will be a paid service. So the earlier you can get on while it's free, it will be free in the beginning, just so we can build some awareness of it and uh, get some feedback on it to perfect it. And But once we have it perfected, it will be a paid service. So uh, I would recommend getting on while it's free and uh, getting grandfathered in. <laughs> All right. So that's a great opportunity for small business owners. How long has it been available? When was the rollout? Yeah, so we officially launched back in May. We just didn't do any marketing dollars around it. We just wanted to see how uh, naturally, how organic we, can, we mm-hmm. can grow. And we didn't grow very far. Not too many people posted about it because it's it's not really integrated with Instagram mm-hmm. yet. But uh, once we did the big launch at Bar K here in mm-hmm. Kansas City. Which my wife and I tried to go to. And the line to get in the park that night, it was a, it was a gorgeous night. Oh, yeah, it was perfect. And uh, Peaches was not willing to wait. <laughs> so we had to take her for burgers yep. somewhere else. I understand. Um, so, it was a great turnout. So I, I'm glad that we couldn't get in. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad that other people were filling your space and uh, that uh, you had a good turnout. So you've done that. Any other launch events planned? Yep. Uh, yeah, so we want to do one maybe once a month at, at Bar K. I mean, that's just the headquarter of uh, for dogs here in Kansas City. Uh, but we also want to schedule events at some of the dog parks that we sponsor. Uh, we sponsor Penn Valley here in Kansas City. We also sponsor Dogwood Dog Park out in Lee Summit, Missouri. And um, so we'll schedule some events there just to bring some awareness to the app, as well as get some feedback from the dog parents that call those park home for them. With an app, people can download it from anywhere, but around the country. <laughs> probably right now they're you're focused on getting Kansas City yes. to a critical mass. What would be, do you think, critical mass for you where okay, now there's enough people using it that you're likely to get a ping when you go to a dog park? Have you thought about that? 
Uh, yeah, so we're we're almost taking it by market. So we're starting with downtown. We actually started with a river market, and the goal was to get about 150 users on it. Once we hit that, then it was well, like expand to you know the metro. I won't say metro downtown, but Kansas City downtown, mm-hmm. which is uh, let's just say a river market down to the plaza. And the goal was to get up to 500, and we just hit 500 last week. I don't know if they're all in Kansas City mm-hmm. downtown, but it's enough for us to take it out to the suburbs to show, hey, maybe this is something that the non-city dwellers would love to use as well, which I believe it is. And you talk about Barquet being sort of the hub of yes. the Kansas City dog community. I would count Dawn and Peaches and I among the downtown group because even though we're recording this up north off of Barry Road, so I guess you would consider that the suburbs. Yes. We're at Barquet a couple times a week. Oh yeah. So, so we're in Barquet, we're gonna make those connections and we may find somebody who at Barquet says, Do you know about this dog park that's, you know, up in Platte City or Smithville or something? It's like, oh hey, had not heard about that. Love it. And and you spread that and you get those people downloading Paw Connects and the the viral way that, that this will grow is very exciting. That is the goal. It's I mean, like as I mentioned, the dog community is a highway of information. Unfortunately those highways stop at the gates of any dog park or community facility. It stops once you leave the door and Paw Connects is a way to extend those relationships everywhere you go. You always have access to information to empower you to be a better dog parent. And that's what we're aiming for. Something I've noticed at dog parks is people will let their dog run around while they're then looking at their phone. Mm-hmm. Not so much at Barquet. People are much more engaged there. I think it has something to do with the environment that it offers something for people as well as dogs, which engages the people with their environment, whether it's other dog owners or the dogs, even if they're not buying a drink or for the food or whatever event is there, just something about the mindset of when you go to Bar K. Paw Connects seems like it could bring that vibe to other dog parks, even if that dog park doesn't have a bar and events and all the things that, that Bar K is known for. Absolutely. So naturally, this, the the social barriers that exist, people feel as soon as you walk in a dog park. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not here to talk to anyone. I'm definitely not going to engage in in-depth conversation. Mm-hmm. And by far, I'm not giving anyone my contact information when I leave here. I don't know these people. Right. Well, the goal of Pawkinix is to lower those social barriers, to make people more open to communicating and engaging with each other while at the dog park to the point of you're meeting up with your pack. So you know you're going to be engaged in conversation. You're not going to be in your phone looking like a, a solo, lonely person at a dog park. Let's let's get rid of that mentality and engage with the people at the dog park because, as I said, they have an answer to a problem that you will face. Or maybe you have the answer for them. you have the answer for them. Which you may enjoy even more. It's exciting. I keep saying exciting because I'm excited about this. Paw Connects is more than just something to connect dog owners. It's going to, I think, something that helps the community in general. Yes. Small businesses in general. That's yeah. really what we focus on. The small, I mean, when it comes down to the dog business, I would bet, I know there are some conglomerates that are everywhere, mm-hmm. but I would bet it's about the community trainer, the community dog walker, the mm-hmm. community sitter, rather than calling wags. I would rather pick 
Sally from down the street to wash my dog for mm-hmm. 20 bucks a night than to go to WAGS and pay 45 bucks. Although WAGS has the brand and the insurance and all that that comes with it, if I can help Sally out and only pay 20 bucks, mm-hmm. and I know her reputation, she has eight clients that are my pack members, so I trust them. Mm-hmm. And then she has 20 other clients that are just on Paw Connects. Well, she must be pretty good if those 20 users still use her. Yeah, you're, you're easy decision. Yeah, you're keeping uh, the money in your community. Yes, that's the goal. That's the goal. That's great. So I'm on board with Paw Connects. Love it. If you are at Bar K or any dog park, but more likely Bar K and see Phil and Dawn or Peaches pop up, please accept. Shoot me a join my pack request. <laughs> join our pack request. Any advice you have for? New Paw Connects users, someone who's just downloaded the app or thinking about downloading the app, any user tips that you need to share? Yes. So on the app, when you are in your dog park or at your dog-friendly community, when you click on the nearby page, it'll refresh itself because iPhone and most phones have Bluetooth that refresh themselves to save battery. So if you don't see users right away, just keep on that page. It'll, it will refresh about every 15 to 30 seconds. And um, once you see uh, users appear on that page, get as excited as I am because those are going to be the people that will improve your dog parenting journey and vice versa. And when you say dog community, I just thought of all the apartment complexes that have dog parks. Yes. And you don't know, do I want to connect with this person or not? Because if a relationship gets awkward and this person lives on the next floor or in the next apartment building, that's weird. Yes. But again, if you know they're a dog person and you use Paw Connects, then you have someone in your community that you can call to say, hey, can you check in on my dog? Or I had an emergency. Will you walk my dog for me? I'll do the same for you. Um Or can I leave my dog here? I've got to run back to my apartment. I need to use the restroom. (laughs) Absolutely. Or I'm going to go grab a snack. I'll bring a snack back for both of us. There you go. I mean, you just, you're segueing to my point is Paw Connects is a fence around the dog's relationships. You're now able to set the boundaries of a relationship and say, hey, we are connected strictly based on dogs. Mm -hmm. There is no personal, emotional, romantic. There's no Mm -hmm. other connection outside of that. Now, hopefully those two people realize that I shouldn't make a move or I it should help avoid that yeah, confusion. It should help avoid that confusion. Perfect, succinct way of saying that. Yes. No confusion. I'm on this app so I can be a better dog parent and to create a better mm-hmm. life for my dog. This is just like our kids being in the same preschool. Yes. <laughs> Do not hit on me. I'm a married man. Yeah. <laughs> like this relationship is about our kids or our dogs. Yes. Well, Quentin, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and I really admire the hard work and I know what it takes to be an entrepreneur. I'm one myself and we've interviewed many entrepreneurs on dog words. So anything we can do to support you, let us know any updates that you have, let us know. And I can share those on future podcasts or if it's a big update, come back for another interview or, or maybe even we set up on the terrace at at Bar K for our next interview and uh, get some more exposure for Paw Connects and dog words together. Absolutely. All of that sounds amazing. Well in line with our marketing strategy. <laughs> Great. Let's let's uh, look for an opportunity to make that happen. Quentin, 
thank you for being on Dog Words. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure. I'm Phil Hatterman, and you've been listening to Dog Words, presented by Rosie Fund. Thank you to Quentin Scarborough for joining us today. The description for this episode includes a link to PawConnects and their social media. Please download the app, and let's get our dog community connected. Next time on Dog Words, artist Susan Bahari tells us about her many sculptures honoring service animals like Stubby the War Dog from our interview a few weeks ago with author Ann Bossom, and the upcoming unveiling of her sculpture, The Pledge in Arlington National Cemetery. I got a sneak peek, and it will touch the heart not only of dog lovers and anyone who's worked with a service animal, but also of any service member and first responder and their loved ones. Again, Pet Tech CPR certification sessions to benefit Rosie Fund are scheduled for Saturday, October 17th at Bar K. Go to rosiefund.org events or click on the link in the episode description for more information or to register. A big thank you to alternative string duo The Wires, featuring cellist Sasha Groshong and violinist Laurel Morgan Parks, for playing the wonderful music you've heard on today's and previous episodes of Dog Words. Learn more about The Wires at thewires.info and download their music on iTunes. Also, check out fiddlelife.com and learn to play the fiddle and cello fiddle online from Laurel and Sasha, even if you've never played before. Again, please download, subscribe, rate, and share Dog Words. This helps us with sponsorships, then Rosie Fund can help more dogs. Send us your comments, questions, suggestions, and ideas for guests at rosiefund.org, and let us know if you would like to be a sponsor of the Dog Words podcast. Thank you for listening, and remember, we save each other. Dog Words.